0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. The Flames unfortunately fell 3 0 to the Colorado Avalanche, who avenged their loss, their overtime loss to the Calgary Flames just last week. And did something go wrong, or was it just another game, another situation that just has to play out? A loss is a loss, right? Plus, Nikita Zadorov's reputation did precede him when he signed or was traded to Calgary, and those red flags are shining bright. Let's talk about all of it today on Locked on Flames. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everyone. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmostom. Thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Flames. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you all so much for tuning into to Locked on Flames, uh, making it the first listen of your day. You can find us anywhere you find your podcasts, uh, free 99 as well, on your favorite streaming platform and on YouTube. So get a little bit of both, audio and visual. <laughs> I truly do not care that the Flames lost last night. The team did something that was quite impressive in my eyes and I'm not just trying to paint this and spin this into a positive picture for the Flames because I think it is very easy to easy to focus on the negatives and to just harp on everything that went wrong but for the the first time in a long time this Flames team is a competitive team that is in shape And they showed that they don't give up when they fall behind. Last year, they used to lose all confidence after a loss or after a shaky first period. And they would just, like, retreat into their shell and just turtle. And they don't do that anymore, you know? They do. They pull themselves up by their skates and they... Go out there and do what needs to be done. And unfortunately, last night they just ran into a hot goalie. Darcy Kemper saved all 46 shots. When I saw that the shots were 46-32, to my first thought wasn't, wow, I can't believe the team with fewer shots won. It was, holy smokes, the Flames actually are shooting the puck. Which, if you remember... Last year, you know, this is a big, this is going to be a big comparison episode, but they just, they wouldn't shoot the puck. They would get too nervous and just overpass, overpass, and just, it gave their opponent time to, you know, jump on them and read them easier, and that is not happening as often this year, and I think that it's just it's something to really admire and to notice and reflect on because it is another nod to Daryl Sutter and this team in terms of how far they've come in a year. Daryl Sutter was hired on March 5th. It is now March 14th. So we're looking at a year in like a week. <laughs> so I am very interested to see How this goes, and you know if the flames do meet up with Colorado in the playoffs, is this something that Sutter has figured out? Because he did deploy his top line uh, for 20 minutes, which is more significant, uh, significantly more minutes than he had than the first line had the other night. Uh, Specifically, Gaudreau, he had just like under 16 minutes. But uh, they had 20 against Colorado, and he wanted to deploy his best line against Colorado's best line. And that makes sense. You know, you obviously want to have your shutdown line out there, especially against uh, the line that is, you know, as terrifying as Colorado's top line. (laughs) Uh, Nathan McKinnon is a bad, bad man, and I just will never... Maybe we all just need to start eating chickpeas and we'll all be as good as him at our favorite things, right? Um, but Colorado won. Colorado won the, won the battle. It was just a well-fought battle on both sides. You know, it's Dan Vladar was in net. And I don't really think that that's what Sutter would have liked to have gone with. Maybe Markstrom needed a night off. I'm gonna say that's probably the case, especially because they traveled. Yeah, they were in Colorado, I believe. So you know it just it is what it is. I'm not we can't sit here and nitpick it, but the silver lining here is that the flame's depth runs deep enough to hold off the best team in hockey. You know it those goals that were scored. Uh, against the flames, they didn't come from, you know their their bottom six. They were coming from the top, and the the flames depth really worked, really worked to keep them down and not allow another goal. don't you know, you don't allow them to have success on those zone entries or those high danger chances. and I do have to say that Nikita zadorov. Uh, He did take that hooking penalty early in the game. That led to uh, the first power play goal, and Zdorov did have a bit of a reputation before making his debut in Calgary, and I think it's safe to say that he has lived up to it, and he is a bit of a penalty taker and an unnecessary penalty taker, uh, you know, avoidable at all costs, but it is what it is, you know, we just got to work with it and figure something out. And we're going to talk more about those glaring red flags coming up next here on Locked on Flames, but first let's talk about Athletic Greens. Uh our next partner has a product that I use every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because, you know, they the show and the network introduced them to us and I've always kind of struggled with gut health problems and I thought that it would uh be a really good good way to kind of get be- get more in tune with my body and it's been about a week now after talking with my doctor about joining uh you know having this be part of my daily diet and it's uh it's working pretty well you know it's a Uh, One delicious scoop of Athletic Greens has you absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And I really just, I'm someone who needs to take a lot of vitamins because of my uh, immune system and whatnot. But AG1 has just been so good (laughs) and I've really started noticing a difference already between you know, my stomach being better, and even my skin. My skin, she do be looking nice and soft. Uh, but I, I personally take it and, and consume AG1 because I want to be the healthiest version of myself, and it's, it's so important for me to be the best version of myself to live a long, healthy life. And AG1 is such a small part of my day with big benefits it's one thing that you can do for yourself every single day to take care of yourself and uh, your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin d which is so important to add in in these winter months especially (laughs) especially for me you know we are all vitamin d deficient and it is just we all need it But uh, right now, head on over to uh, athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and substitutes uh, to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is head on over to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for tuning into Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host Jess Belmosto and make sure you are subscribed to me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. <sighs> so Nikita Zadorov, your reputation precedes you. And I think that a lot of people who uh, watched Zadorov's game ahead of this trade uh, were very aware why the Flames went after him. It's not because he was a shutdown defenseman or uh, had this offensive style to his game that would provide a lot of benefits to the Flames game, uh, and, you know, and whatnot. But he's a big boy who throws big hits and takes a lot of penalties. He would certainly fill the shoes of Sam Bennett. Who was a notorious, notorious penalty taker? <laughs> oh boy, I just think that he it has kind of gotten away. Uh, I don't say get gotten away with because that's not what I'm looking to say. But I would say that he, his penalties and his actions have kind of gotten in the way of him playing better hockey. I think that. He is someone who could certainly take a lot less penalties. Right now, he is sitting at uh, 59 penalty minutes, and that's just under an hour. And I hate picking on someone, especially with someone who has a reputation that clearly precedes them. But I I don't know. I I think that it's time to talk about the red flags. Uh, He has smartened up after his shaky start here in Calgary and shaky, just an overall shaky start to the season. And it, it's very obvious that he was brought in to do one thing and not be an enforcer by any means, but obviously played that, <laughs> that third pairing defense. And I, I don't hate the guy by any means. I think like he, he's a good addition to the, to the decor and whatnot, but What gets me is that he has 12 penalty minutes in his last five games. That's a lot. When you look at his totals, and one night he had... It was the game against Tampa. He had uh, six penalty minutes. I think one of those was that double minor when... uh, What's his face? Pat Maroon started bleeding. He was not bleeding. But anyways, uh, it... (sighs) It's just it's very hard to to avoid this, and it's it is the elephant in the room next to Brett Ritchie not producing or being of any as- assistance or use to this team. Uh, the Flames penalty kill is one of the best, better, and best ones in the league, so you, you can't sit here and blame the penalty kill for not being able to kill off all of Zadorov's penalties, but. It's just not sustainable, especially as you head into the playoffs. Like, there's no way that the Flames are going to sit here and say, hey, yeah, we'll kill all your penalties. Uh, you know, it it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. It's not just as easy, easy as one t 3 But Zadorov just needs to just tighten up the game a, a little bit. Not asking for much here. I'm not asking him to go out there and, you know, win the Lady Bing or just win the Norris. Like I'm just asking him to kind of to rein it in a little bit because the Flames cannot afford to take that many penalties. It's not ideal. It is not something that the Flames can afford to do. And when you're going out there against these teams in the playoffs who have worked their entire season, to get there who, you know, their special teams might be better than yours. But one silly little mistake cost, can cost you a game-winning goal. And you don't want to be the guy that is blamed for that. You don't want to be the player that everyone just kind of points to and says, okay, well, you know, if if XYZ didn't do that, like, we would be in a better place. Unfortunately, that is kind of Zadorov, And he's been the scapegoat the scapegoat and rightfully earned to be honest. And I think that uh, having good Branson on his pairing has helped him. I think that it's helped him level up his game, but I'm, I'm hoping that we see something, some sort of breakthrough in these next few games, because I don't want to see, zadorov become the new sam bennett in terms of oh well if they just avoided that penalty the flames wouldn't have given up that goal or you know oh the flames are down to nothing thanks to two penalties and you know the opponent scored on the power plays and it's just not realistic you know it's not ideal <laughs> for this team and i think that zadorov has had plenty of chances and I know that he's like a big guy and like not a big guy sorry that's I know Sutter is big on him and it you know he's why he was brought in but it's just very discouraging to watch and like go back and correlate when these goals were scored and you constantly see oh it was because I was the door Oh, it was right after Zadorov left the box, sort of deal, you know? So it's just one thing that I would like the Flames to work on. Not gonna lie, I think it would be optimal and ideal for them to just strengthen that discipline, stop taking unnecessary penalties. I don't know how many times I said that last year, and how many times I said it uh, during the bubble. But my God, please stop! <laughs> if you can avoid giving your opponent a two-minute, you know, man advantage, <laughs> you 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 truly win. And especially when it comes to Zadorov's penalties. <laughs> but coming up next, we are going to talk about something slightly more positive, <laughs> and that would be Jacob Markstrom earning his. Earning himself another spot on the start of the week map, and before we do that though, we are going to talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is the place to be. It is time for college basketball's tournament, uh, and March Madness is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, but it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for your favorite sporting wager needs, information including live betting, and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions about online where the game starts. And of course, we got to talk about snacks. You know, here at uh, Locked on Flames, we love our snacks. And those snacks are Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that everyone needs in their life. And now they have uh, Built Puffs, which are these marshmallowy, chocolate-covered treats and they are (laughs) just, they are heavenly. And it's become so nice to turn to those while I'm eating healthier and not have to suffer the consequences of, you know, uh, high sugar that just like that sugar crash that you get from eating poorly. And um, there's, there's nutritional benefits to these with the high protein, high fiber, low in carbs, low sugars, you name it. Built Bar is just perfect for you and perfect for everyone's pantry so head on over to built.com today and use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off of your next purchase thank you all for following me here at locked on flames make sure that you are subscribed to locked on flames wherever you get your podcasts and of course on youtube at locked on flames jacob markstrom uh Earned himself the second star of the week uh, in the NHL. And it's time for us to just relish and appreciate Jacob Markstrom for who he is. Uh, The press release read, Markstrom's recent 3-0-0 run has earned him the second star of the week. The Swede stopped 76 of 78 shots he faced last week, (laughs) posting a point (laughs) <laughs> Guys, this is unreal. Posting a, six, a .67 goals against average and a .974 save percentage. During that stretch, he posted the league-leading ninth shutout. On Monday, he backstopped the Flames to a 3-1 win over the Oilers, making 27 saves. And then a 30-save performance on Thursday against Tampa Bay. And then, of course, he ended the week with a 3-0 shutout over the Detroit Red Wings on Saturday. Nine shutouts. That is unreal. And when you look at (laughs) how different of a player he is from last year, it is unreal. And that's not, like, to shade him or anything. But we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, Markstrom now holds a... 28-11-6 record this season with a 2.07 goals against and a 9-8 save percentage. So, last year, Markstrom started uh, 43 games, right? Okay, so 43 games, and this year he has started 46. He had 19 losses last year with three shutouts that that's he has he led the league in losses last year too, which is um kind of embarrassing so he truly is in his reputation era in terms of you know rebranding himself <laughs> and finding himself again but yeah you know twenty eight eleven and six with 1300 shots against so far this season like a perfect 1300 which i think is just a beautifully round number and you know these are the so he has the career a career high nine shutouts right now as well so uh last year he had three and if you look at the numbers from last year which i'm doing right now he in oh my god this is so (laughs) <laughs> Don't forget, last year was a shortened season where they played 56, 56 games, and he played 43 of them. Not good. Not good. But he had a save percentage of 9.04, and that is his lowest since 2015 but he didn't, he played three games. So in Vancouver that season. So, like, do you even count that, you know? But in a 2.66 save percentage, which is just not good. <laughs> not good at all. And, you know, your stat for really bad starts, he had eight of those last year. He has only had two this year. And he, He's just playing out of his mind. And I know I mentioned this earlier, or last week, rather. But when Jacob Markstrom makes something look e- really easy, that's how I know it's probably, like, the most difficult thing I could ever challenge myself to do. Because he makes it look so natural. He's out there on the ice. he's completely locked in and focused. And I hope that Flames fans appreciate this man especially come playoffs i hope that everyone you know appreciates these great moments where you know he is one shutout away from uh cooper uh, record as well and it's just a really special season for the flames in general so remember that you know God forbid they lose a playoff game or a playoff round, you know, like they're gonna lose like at least one playoff game like that that's bound to happen, but it's not the end of the world, and when you have a goaltender who can stand that strong night after night and perform at the level that Markstrom's performing you you don't have anything to worry about when he's in net <laughs> not at least not defensively or. I guess I should say when it comes to goaltending, but I would just hate to be on the opponent and have to face Markstrom, you know? That would be slightly terrifying. But, you know, I don't think there's, like, anything we should be taking for granted. With this Flames team in general, I think Daryl Sutter was really able to retool this team and, you know, tinker with the lines as much as he needed to and still get a Stanley Cup caliber team out of it. And he was able to do that without blowing up the the true core. You lost Mark Giordano, which was going to happen in a year or two anyways. And when people talk about Gio coming back, I don't think it's necessary. I think it would do more harm than good, especially in terms of Uh, The salary cap, I think your defense is fine. It's not going to be an upgrade, so don't bring it in. And honestly, I just think that Gio lost the room, and it could just get really awkward really fast. And the Flames don't need that. But what they do need is for Jacob Markstrom to stand tall and continue playing out of his mind the same way that he has been doing this entire season. And I know people are, you know, they're not chasing that record you know they don't they don't not want it to be broken but it's not something that is necessary (laughs) it doesn't need to be broken it's a slice of history on its own you know and markstrom is just he's not chasing it either i'm pretty sure he said like oh i'm i'm not really counting like i'm not keeping track of this stuff because to them it's not about You know, whose record I'm breaking or whose shoes am I filling and things like that. It's about winning the the cup, (laughs) which is a great picture, great big picture to have and to actually be talking about the Flames making a playoff run in late spring. It's pretty refreshing. (laughs) And we're going to talk more about that this week here at Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto and uh, follow this show wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, be sure to leave a five-star review and rating uh, on Apple Podcasts. And I will see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye.